Welcome back to Life Unfiltered with Felicia and Josh. Today, we have two special guests, Jess and Matthew. Hello. Hi there. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, we're going to get into our episode, but as you know, I like to snake you guys a little bit and make you wait for what we're going to talk about. So, starting off, we have this reoccurring segment called Hot Take. This is where you either give me a hot take that you uh, have some extreme thoughts about, or you can ask me my thoughts on a hot take, and then go. So, uh, the ball's in y'all's court. It can be on a topic, it can be Mm -hmm. super simple, it can be really deep, we're open to anything. Uh, I know you're not going to like this, Josh. Okay. The the Winter Soldier is not a well-made movie. You <laughs> son of a bitch. I, I like it. It's very fun to watch, but the writing is not good. Mm. And neither is the choreography. Well, it's, uh, like not, not the choreography, the staging of many scenes with faceless characters. There are many, I mean, firstly, there are many characters who just have a wide open opportunity to shoot Captain America in the back. And then they run up to him with a knife <laughs> when they have a gun like right on their waist. Okay, this is my favorite m- Marvel <laughs> movie we're talking about. <laughs> you asked you for a hot take. Absolutely hot destroying. Take. <laughs> yes, I realize. But since you're my brother, I feel like I can have a little bit of feedback for you. <laughs> when Fair. Jess gives her a hot take, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with it. <laughs> I I still like it's still something I enjoy watching. Uh, similar to like the last like some other movies like uh no way home like they're they're movies i love but they're not well made Mm. okay well (laughs) we're about to get you're about to you're about to to get all the marvel fans like hating on this podcast there you go (laughs) who knows (laughs) let's hope so okay well jess what's my hot take, mm-hmm. I have to say this, and I will say it once and only once, mm-hmm. and if you are with me on this, amen, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. If you're not with me on this, we can still be friends. Just know I'm not changing my opinion on this. Pineapple does, in fact, go on pizza. I kid you not. I was going <laughs> to say that. I'm not even joking. I was driving here today, and I was like, what's a hot take? Because I take such a slow time to come up with them, and that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. And you know what's the crazy part? Growing up, I literally used to eat it all the time, thinking everybody else did, and then it wasn't until I went to a friend's house, and she asked me, like, oh, what kind of pizza do you like to have? And I said, pineapple on pizza, and she looked at me with the most utter disgust I've ever seen anyone <laughs> give anyone. Um, but I still stand by it. It's an amazing taste. It's sweet and savory, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's beautiful. It, okay, it's here's where I... Here's what I'll give you out of that. <laughs> I think pineapple on pizza is only acceptable uh, with certain other ingredients. Like a Hawaiian pizza? No, not a Hawaiian do pizza. You mean like, like bacon or like like a yeah, what uh, do you supreme. Mm. So like all the vegetables. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna have all those vegetables, you might as well have like a salad. That's my other hot. <laughs> <laughs> All but about food. Where, do you, get the, where do you get the dough? In the, where do you get the dough? The croutons. Uh, that's actually fair. <laughs> that, okay. Personally, not a fan of pineapple pizza. So yeah, like, I'm not either. But yeah. like, you know, I suppose you can stay in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Dang, you. Dang, was about to kick you out. I that's know, it's like up. three to one over here. You don't <laughs> host this show. <laughs> yeah. We do. It's mine now. <laughs> He's taking over. <laughs> She's like, you're gone, Jess. <laughs> Bye. Be gone from me, <laughs> peasant who loves pineapple. I'm the manager. You guys are just the face. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. No apologies here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, guys, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves, your occupation, what you do for fun, what you're passionate about? Oh, am I going first? Sure. Oh my Let's gosh. Go. No peer pr- no pressure at all here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, so hi, I'm Jess, also known as Jessica, also known to some as um interesting <laughs> other uh nicknames that I will not 
share because I'm pretty <laughs> sure they will be bleeped out of here. Um, yeah, I'll have to cut. I'll have to cut the latest one out. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this is life unfiltered, but even I will admit we do filter that, something. that even I will admit that Felicia would be like, hell no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. Yes, correct. Yes. Um, it starts with an A, but we're yes. just going to leave it at that. Yes. Anyways, uh, I'm Jess, and I work at a hospital. I'm in the medical field. I love to be outside when uh, the pollen is not attacking my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. <laughs> um, I also like to be at the gym. Shout out to Delano and Spencer for always being my peoples. Mm. I need you to be there, too. Yeah, just let me know. <laughs> that was really convincing. And that was yeah. I, was, I don't know about that. I don't. I don't no, feel the yeah. commitment. Like I'm. I'm <laughs> basically saying like it's a given. I just need. You need an invitation. I need an invitation. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Well, so. next time. This is okay. your invitation. This yes, right I, now. yes. In I front of everyone. <laughs> in front of witnesses. So what you're saying is leave the recording yeah. and go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. I say we just Priorities. cut here and go to the gym right now. <laughs> Everybody's just gonna be like. Do it! Push! <laughs> I think that's what they say during pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> not, during, not during the gym. I mean, have Maybe you both. ever benched? No, I, I can't say I have. See, that's when you're like, get there. You got this. Two more. Two more. Mm. Yes. You're just, yeah. it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I work in the medical field. I like to work out, and I like to be outside with all the cute little birds. And... Um, pretty boring honestly that's not true that's not boring that's not true at all (laughs) but yeah that's that's pretty much me okay okay all right my name is matthew i'm a high school senior but i also work in a grocery store and next year i'll be going to college for engineering in terms of things i like to do i really like obviously uh i also like going to the gym exercising taking walks being outside Uh, i like math um which is why i'm going into engineering um oh i God. like being at church i also need glasses so like <laughs> if i get those i'm it'll be the full transformation because uh, <laughs> i'm also in you band. just attacked i think like all three of us because yeah. we both have eyesight yes, issues we do uh, but i'm also in band i play trumpet and i really like playing chess my, for anyone curious, my current rapid rating is 1271, which I don't think means anything. No, these no, three. I have no idea what that really means. I'm an intermediate player, essentially. And then I also, you know, like cooking. And uh, I've recently gotten into prayer journaling, which mm. has been really fun. Mm. That's great. Mm, Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Woot, woot. Cool. Well, we're going to jump right into the topic we have today, which is all about body image. And we want to hear, I'm sure everybody has an early stage or an early beginning to when they struggled with their body image or they start to become aware of a struggle, um, an insecurity or something like that. So what's the earliest time? Uh, maybe Jess, we can start with you. Um, oh, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> you set the bar. Yeah, I have yeah. to follow whatever you did. You did. Oh, we'll switch it up. We'll switch it up. But yeah. for now, we're not switching. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is my podcast. Yeah. We do what I say. <laughs> Tell yes. us about your self-esteem issues, yeah. okay? Yeah, we're going to start or really else. easy. <laughs> but yeah, earliest, earliest memory that you might have um, would be great. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, as a woman, let's start there. <laughs> let's just start there. <laughs> then you Adam and Eve, you know, <laughs> from the beginning. Be you want to go episode. way back. <laughs> well, from mean, the beginning of time. From the beginning of time. Back I to mean, the dinosaurs. <laughs> let's see. Personally, I want to say I was in, oh God, I think elementary school. Like, pretty young, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you uh, you hang out with people, you get to meet people from different backgrounds, mm-hmm. and you just kind of are exposed to different mm-hmm. types of people, different types of backgrounds, like I mentioned before. And I remember you were in, like, music class, I want to say. I don't know. I think we were, <laughs> hopefully we weren't doing any sort of ritual or anything like that, but we were kind of sitting in a circle. And we were all sitting on these, like, plastic chairs. And... 
I don't know. Guys probably won't even relate to this. Maybe some <laughs> might. But like when your legs are hitting like a hard surface, they like become bigger, right? Mm-hmm. So they become a little bit more fluffy. And I remember, word. yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias would be very proud right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, and I just remember like sitting next to this really like, I don't know how to say it, like petite, thinner person. I was always kind of more of on the thicker side with two C's because I was a child, not three. <laughs> 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 uh, and she just sat there and her like <laughs> eyes were just like pencils. And when I sat down, I saw like my legs spread out like super huge. And at that time, it was early 2000s. And I'm sure a lot of people can understand or kind of get the reference of like that era was more so like you have to be a twig, you have to look a certain way. Like you couldn't have a lot of meat on your bones kind of thing. So I obviously felt that I'm like, oh, wow, I'm interesting in love in love (laughs) interestingly (laughs) enough a little bit thicker on my thighs so I remember vividly I picked up my thighs so they wouldn't touch the Mm. chair Mm. and I think that's the first time I really thought about like body image and kind of comparing myself to somebody else I know out of all things it was thighs but you know and you're no. in middle school? No, I think I was elementary. in elementary school. Elementary school. Yeah. Okay. So like fifth like grade, fifth I think. Grade. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. I feel like women are a lot more aware of things earlier on, maybe. Maybe that's not true. I don't know. <coughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll, I was we'll like hear. extra observant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like that's pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay. So so for me, there wasn't like a moment. It was more of just this there a lack of an atmosphere of being comfortable in who I was there was always this just sort of underlying feeling of like I wasn't enough in this I wasn't enough in that I had a lot of friends who were just more athletic faster than me that was an that was a big thing I got a lot of hand-me-down clothes and a lot of clothes that were size sizes up just because like our family had its own financial struggles So then when I got to an age where I was starting to get clothes that were actually in my size, like I just didn't feel super comfortable in them. Like the shirt I'm wearing now is like actually fits me. But (laughs) when I first started wearing it, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Um, So it wasn't really one defining moment, more of a never really building that base of being comfortable in myself. Um, And I think that is kind of where... I differentiate. Obviously, there were jokes about height and weight of like, oh, chubby or whatever. And like, oh, you're short, yada, yada. But I mean, ultimately for me, it was just like that base was never built. Mm -hmm. So when it came time, I just wasn't really comfortable. Is that a big thing with guys like how tall you are? (coughs) Yes. Yes. Why why do you think that is? People think they're better because they have good genes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, gi- I'll give you one further. So when you hit the area of dating, mm. most girls don't want to date somebody who's shorter than them. Oh, true. I didn't think about that. So then you're like, oh, frick. I'm, this girl's like hot. Like, I can't do <laughs> anything. Exactly I have what they no say. Like, chance. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I have no chance. But like, I'm funny. <laughs> I, can re- I can rely on being funny. I can rely on being nice. But when it comes to, like, physical features and the being tall, I was like, I have, have two out of three. Okay, hopefully this is enough. And then it just, like, doesn't go well at all. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the same for you, Matt. Like, I'm, it that wasn't really like the focus of it. It was more just like that. That's where it stems from, but more just this idea of like being tall is good. Mm -hmm. And like I'm perfectly average height, which now I realize is amazing because everything is built for the middle 50%. Mm -hmm. So me being like a five, eight dude, that's basically average. Like everything's kind of built for me, for people at my height. (laughs) I can reach the top shelf, but like doorways aren't a problem. Mm -hmm. So like, I have real, I know really tall people who legitimately have to bend at some doorway. So, um, (laughs) like, (laughs) so like that, I, I realize now that it's kind of like great to be in the middle 50%, but that's never how I really thought about it. 
Yeah, I feel like growing up it was like harder because you would just see all these images of people that were deemed like perfect mm-hmm. or like this is the ideal body and mm-hmm. you need to fit it. And being a Latina and a woman that was on the thicker side, I didn't fit those norms. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of see where you're coming from. Like you kind of like look and you're like, well, that person's like this. Why am I not like this? And mm-hmm. it kind of to- toys with your head kind of like, wait a minute. What do they have that I don't have? And how can I be that? Yeah. You start getting to, into the, like the comparison game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, they have this. I don't have that. And then the self-esteem just like, it goes <laughs> like crashes to the yeah, floor. Absolutely. And you don't. What's funny about that is that you don't realize like actually you do have other attributes. Like, yeah, you may not have like your stereotypical. I don't know what it was back in the t- early 2000s, but whatever the stereotypical thing was. Mm-hmm. You instead of like saying, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. Like, why couldn't we have been the opposite? Oh, I don't have this, but I do have this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're so hard on ourselves. And I think being so young, like you don't realize it until you're older. I wish someone had taught that. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. have this, but I do have this. Right. Because I, I haven't heard that um, <sighs> mentality before. Yeah. And I think something else is like it. it's less about how you look and more about like what your actual state of health is because it's like like some people get really insecure about like their weight i know i was like that and it was and it's like what what i wish i would have been told is it's more important of do you have a healthy relationship with food do you have a healthy relationship with exercise and do you want that and what do you want and what are you willing to do to achieve it Mm -hmm. versus like i need to look better like (laughs) or like the vague idea of it Mm -hmm. yeah or just being like, I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> I have no muscle. Yeah. Like, that type of thing. Yeah. Because I've been there too. I'm like, oh, frick. Like, this isn't good. Yeah. yeah. Like, you go up like two steps and you're already out of breath and you're like, hmm, maybe it's time we do something about yeah, that. Like, <laughs> yep. They're like, what is wrong with you? It's like, I don't do stairs. Yeah. Who the hell doesn't do stairs? Like, <laughs> You have to in middle school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back in the day, yep. you had to. Yeah, absolutely. So does this, so when you wake up in the morning, right, you look in the mirror, does this also play into that as well? Like, do you look in the mirror and like view yourself based on how middle school you viewed yourself or do you have a different outlook now? It sounds kind of like you have a different outlook, but I'm curious, like, where the discrepancies are for me i look at myself very differently because now my (laughs) more of my insecurities stem from me as a person rather than like my appearance so like generally when i look in the mirror also because i've improved a lot like Mm -hmm. when (laughs) there's some not so flattering pictures of me from later middle school early high school where like I kind of grew out before I grew up, hmm. uh, and that led that happens. yeah, and that led to me being an incredibly chubby kid, <laughs> to the point that I would describe my that like I saw a picture of myself and I was like, I was a squirrel with a double chin, like like that. That's how I thought. Uh, um, Damn boy, he thick. <laughs> Okay. Uh, anyway. yeah. <laughs> Moving um, on. <laughs> but so, like, I, I think part of it was that I did genuinely get a lot of my health under control. But also just, like, I feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. I know I have healthy habits. And that's what matters to me. Mm-hmm. So now it's sort of turned into a, like, am I being a good person now? Rather mm-hmm. than do I look a certain way as much. Obviously, I still care about my appearance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm wondering because you have chronic health issues mm-hmm. just like me. Yeah, type so one diabetes, I, yay! <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, you have the sensor on your arm right now, so you're like tracking your blood sugar and different things like that. I'm wondering how that plays into this, like my like, my sensor. No, I'm wondering how the diabetes also has impacted kind of your mindset shift, or uh. or just thinking about things differently in terms of body image or self-esteem, knowing that you need certain things now in order to not 
go super high with your diabetes or super low. Yeah, well, it's interesting because I'm kind of lucky to not have super toned abs <laughs> because I need a You're certain amount. Well, well, because well, wait, wait, I got, I got. Uh, there's an explanation because when you're dosing insulin with needles, which is what I'm currently on, you need a certain amount of like fatty tissue in order to inject and have the insulin work to its best ability. Hmm. Um, so, so what having you're saying is you have to be a little thick. So like ha- <laughs> having having like that normal like uh, when I was in like middle school I was like oh it'd be cool to have like abs and now I'm like I have just enough fat that when I'm sitting straight up and like standing it's just completely normal but when I sit down and I can dose like it's great. So that's been one thing where it's like I'm kind of lucky that I never went down the abs route. Mm-hmm. Um, but additionally, <laughs> kind of backwards, I do think that getting diabetes had a lot of had a major silver lining because firstly, when you're in the critical condition, that being ketoacidosis, your body just like starts tearing stuff away. So then the following summer, I started like doing going to like the gym with my friends and it was almost like a reset. So that was kind of funny. But additionally, I actually, it's a very long story, but my friends had a friend who also has type 1 diabetes. And I got diagnosed and they were like, here, talk. And now we're good friends. But it was just like, I feel like if that was any other defining trait, that would be really offensive. Yeah. Like, oh, you are, the, you're like the gay people of the group you guys will be friends right (laughs) (laughs) or like or like if you're in a group of guys like you are two are the girls you'll instantly get along right i feel like that happens still but it's fine (laughs) yeah it does happen but like it'd be kind of like rude or offensive yeah but anyway like i it does that kind of answer the question yeah no that definitely answers the question i'm wondering just like for you Mm -hmm. how to how do things kind of play out right so you're asking uh from not for the diabetes right? okay yeah. i was like uh, or <laughs> for just like you know you wake up you look in the mirror like what what is the what is the mindset now? what is the mindset well yeah. i remember um a couple of years actually of just kind of waking up with the state of looking in the mirror and kind of and i think this is very relatable to a lot of women but you look in the mirror and you're like oh I'm feeling pudgy today. Oh, Mm -hmm. I have wrinkles under my eyes or, oh, I have this and I have that. So I feel like for a while there, I was definitely doing that. But I'll be really honest. I don't wake up early enough to really stare at myself (laughs) too much. (laughs) If I'm being honest, I probably wake up 20 minutes before I actually have to leave. And I'm pretty sure I don't look at the mirror like Mm. too straight on. Um, But when I did um, wake up and I had time, uh, like during the weekends or whatever, I definitely looked at myself in a way of, oh, you're this, you're that. And, you know, you feel bad after like kind of mentally telling yourself these things. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, though, I think as an older person, you do see like the little wrinkles starting to show up. You start seeing little dark circles showing up or little bit of acne here and there but it's not in a place of oh my god like you don't look at I don't look yeah. at them anymore and say oh my gosh like I'm hideous like but as before now it's more so like oh okay I got a pimple that's cool sorry bro Should like I name it yeah oh <laughs> uh, well this one over here his name is Philip <laughs> you know um it's more so just kind of looking at myself and being working in the medical field you see a lot of crap I don't want to say mm-hmm. the the other word. You can say it. That's I can fine. say it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you see a lot of shit and you see a lot of people go through like their worst times and their worst possible moments and you see people with cancer that literally don't have hair in their on their heads. They yeah. they look horrible. They look like if you touch them they will like just expire right then and there and mm-hmm. I think being exposed to that has brought a sense of gratitude Mm -hmm. of wow I actually have my health Mm -hmm. and I actually get to wake up and do the things that I want to do also kind of getting closer to my faith as well like getting that started up in my lifetime as well Mm -hmm. I'm realizing like that those particular physical attributes don't necessarily define me Mm -hmm. you know 
that like that I'm a little bit pudgy feeling this morning or that I feel look a little decrepit <laughs> the next morning like that doesn't really affect my worth and what I I'm here for right mm -hmm. um so different shift and I think it has a lot to do with like getting exposed to people at their worst and obviously like my spirituality journey and kind of diving deep in that also the friends that I've had that have come close into my journey as well um has shifted a lot and I feel like it had a lot to do with um that mind shift too like being surrounded by people that yeah, they give me crap. I'm, I'm, you give me crap all the time, Josh. Let's be <laughs> <laughs> like, what? That's my job. Damn. I mean, but it's just love. You know? <laughs> I mean, if we're getting roasted here, yeah, yeah. Exactly. calling Shots people out. Fired. Yeah. Um, but that, it, even though they give me crap here and there, like I know it's from a place of love and affection, yeah. and it's not like actually tearing me down. And I yeah. used to be associated with people that maybe not outwardly tore me down but it was kind of like those backhanded mm -hmm. compliments or like those very sly comments that you would think twice like mm -hmm. are you being nice or are you not so that was a long explanation but pretty much a lot of things helped me kind of now look myself in the mirror and say hey you you cute or whatever like we're about to do <laughs> our thing <laughs> shoo <laughs> you're kind of cute girl like i like your purple hair yeah, i see right? you yeah. <laughs> you know work it honey yeah honestly sometimes i wake up when i do have an extra five minutes and i'm like all right so we're gonna be all cute or whatever and i like talk to myself <laughs> in the it sounds so stupid but it it's like a huge thing like that ah, sounds great <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, great. I, I should practice you're like, that you're yeah. yourself up you're like we're yeah we're gonna do the dang thing literally like ready for whatever um but that's only on days when i actually had time because let's be real like i said i wake up and i'm running out the door but that's you know. yeah that's, fair. <laughs> that's really good i mean i think that's super super relatable especially as a woman and um that's really cool that i don't know if cool is the right word but that's really interesting how looking at other people who have lost their health made you so grateful for what you do have and it kind of goes to speak for what you were saying earlier is when you say i i don't have this thing but i do have this yeah and looking at the the good things that you do have and being grateful for that and i know gratitude is a huge thing that we've talked about and mentioned before and yeah um it really does wonders on your mind mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it makes me stop and think for a sec and go is this as bad as i think it is will mm. this matter in five a minutes. day will this matter five <laughs> yeah. minutes from now yeah. yeah will this matter in a year like and so some of those questions can be really sobering Mm -hmm. yeah. in probably a similar way just that seeing these people you work with at the hospital can be like really sobering mm -hmm. definitely and just seeing like some of their attitudes too like mm -hmm. ah, some of them will be coming in for like um some major surgeries or major things and they will be like i look cute or whatever like they hype yeah. themselves <laughs> up Aww. and i i'm like i aspire to be like you like you don't have any hair on your your head like you look like you can expire tomorrow like and yet they still hype themselves up and they still like hold themselves to like a higher like i am the shiznits you know <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> Well, maybe we can take it back a little bit to when you guys were talking about the beginning stages of experiencing some body image issues and insecurities. And how did you start to notice that it became this unhealthy thing for you? Oh, oh my first. Yeah. Uh, okay. 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 Um, well, it, it's interesting because, again, similarly, it wasn't like this one moment. I know there was one point where I – it was – it was – Right near the beginning of COVID, like the June, right after COVID started, I know that's when I realized like I wasn't taking care of myself in any capacity, really, whether it be physically, mentally. Um, so I just started like walking a ton, started mm. trying to like eat well. I think you remember this, um, yeah. Josh, like, and it was just one of those things where it was like, I was just trying to like be healthier. And I realized like, there was kind of two sides to it where it was like on the one hand I wasn't sure if I was doing enough to be healthy and that was like 
not the best mindset. Like I was doing something. I was like, I was improving. Yeah. That's what the mindset should have been. And then there was this other side of me that was like, dang, I've never liked myself this much before, or at least in terms of like how I looked. And it was just like interesting to see like kind of retrospectively of like, huh? Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I haven't had the best image, best thought process when it comes to my health or my image and things like that. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what the point would be, but I know that time, like the first summer of COVID was a big improvement time, both for my health and for my image and for my awareness of like how I viewed myself, how I viewed other people. It's when I tended to form a lot of my, I don't know, I don't know if you'd say opinions or personality or what that I still hold to today. Mm -hmm. So some time around then probably. Yeah. That's great. I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I was like just mesmerized by his answer. I'm oh, like, wait, thank what, you. what were we, yeah, <laughs> what were we answering? Uh, when did you start to notice that it became an unhealthy thing for you? Your insecurities were bothering you. Your body image was not where you wanted it to be. Mm. That's a great question. You guys are doing your homework here. Yeah. <laughs> this um, is great for a dating profile, too, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My body image issues started here. Don't yeah. worry. I've corrected those yeah. at, as of this date. I'm We're fine now. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I think I want to say I've always kind of had an issue with it. Uh, I definitely, like, retrospectively looking at people, like, at my life, span i feel old but i'm not old i promise <laughs> but lo looking back and kind of going through the process um i realized i was always comparing myself to my friends and not just like my guy friends but it was always like my friends that were girls and not like in a malicious way or anything like that but always kind of thinking to myself wow she's so pretty and i'm not or oh she looks like so-and-so actress and i don't i look like a foot you know <laughs> things like that you look like what a foot <laughs> we've got a squirrel over here and a foot. <laughs> a foot i literally thought she said big foot for a second i was like god dang. so i think yeah i mean big foot could definitely definitely hold its own i feel <laughs> I feel like the right woman will <laughs> love him and appreciate his hair, yes. you know? <laughs> be like Esau from the Bible. That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all looked at me like you had no idea what I was saying in that moment. All the hair. Well, well, no, I was thinking about <laughs> it. It took and I a was second. Like, was that the correct reference? Was yeah. Not what my thought was. Uh, um, I will be fact-checked. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good. Um, but... Uh, but one other thing that I was th just thought about, um, this isn't specifically related to body image, but other insecurities. I am not a huge fan of my voice. It's gotten better over this last year as I've exposed myself to it more. But I really dislike my hearing my own voice, and historically I have, which is interesting because a bunch of friends that I made online who only knew me by my voice said that they liked it. But one time when I realized just how much I, how much it affected me, was I heard my voice, I don't remember why, but I heard my voice one day, and then I got invited out to hang out with friends for like an hour. I, I had like an hour, an hour and a half, and I cut my time short with them because I just was feeling bad about myself. Mm. And then I went and got a haircut that day, and I looked in the mirror later that day, and I was like, my head looks like a triangle. Oh. That, that's what oh, I said. No. Like my head, the top of my head looks like it could be a Dorito. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is just thrown my whole day and like my whole, my whole image. <laughs> so like, I, I think that was another thing of like, hmm, maybe that's something to work on. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I just didn't like it, but no, hearing it kind of triggered my whole day to be full of insecurity. So like, luckily this year I've had to listen to it because of various like assignments for classes, but still not a huge fan. Yeah, Can it's I... just that exposure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
you don't have a Dorito head. I'm I'm staring at you right now. And I just, I'm like, where is the Dorito head? I, I don't see it. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I don't know what well, he's talking well, about. Well, because I also got my haircut really short, and the way my head is structured is the top of my head is pretty flat. Like, um, like audience can't see it, but like he's putting a water bottle on his head and balancing it perfectly. Yeah. Um, and That's anyway, impressive. So my head is pretty flat, and I have, like, this curve, these two curves in the back of my head, like, the back corners of my head, and then it kind of converges into the front. Mm-hmm. So that just roughly triangular shape, for some reason, on that day was, like, it's a Dorito. <laughs> the top <laughs> of my head is day. a Dorito. <laughs> on that day, <laughs> it was Dorito head. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like, and, you know, for me as well, like, it sounds like the body image slash self-esteem issues don't go away. No. Not fully. Not fully. fully. And so it sounds like y'all have used different things to kind of cope with that. I'm wondering how kind of the spirituality and like Jesus aspect of your life kind of plays into coping with Mm -hmm. some of these thoughts or some, uh, or just the, the self-esteem. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I'm not about to pull out scriptures because I can't off the top of my head. But um, it's okay. We're all we're all on a faith journey. <laughs> yep. I will say that coming back to like Jesus and kind of like really being more aware of church and kind of like what Jesus and having him in like my day to day basis of life. I've definitely seen a shift with how the insecurities and body image has been. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is kind of, um, so to speak, like, yeah, there are moments where I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't have had that Taco Bell because now, like, I can feel, like, the extra 20 pounds on me, (laughs) even though, like, (laughs) you know, it's not a real thing. But then just kind of, like, softly reminding myself at that moment, like, yeah, I may have said that, but also, like, hey, you are wonderfully and beautifully made. Like you are made in the image of God and mm-hmm. why would you why would you like shame that? Why would you say horrible things about that? Mm-hmm. You look at or I do, I don't know about anybody else, but I stare at like the sky when it's super pretty outside and the sunset. I'm like, I always say, Wow, God, like that is a beautiful sunset you made today. <coughs> why can't I say that about myself too? Like, wow, mm-hmm. thank you. Wow, you made a beautiful jest today <laughs> and every day like, yeah. <laughs> until I die. Yeah. You know, so I think that has a lot to play, but it's more so like I still have those thoughts. I still have those like remarks in my head. Sometimes I even like say them out loud and I like crack jokes or, you know, at myself. But at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, that's great and all. But like, let's be real. Like, yeah, you cute. You got good (laughs) things going on, (laughs) you know. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, okay? Yeah. Oh, I've been oh, told. I totally get it. I just there's a lot of jokes that I I have in my head where I'm just like filtering. Yeah, exactly. I'm like I'm like, what's gonna come out? This is a <laughs> podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It could be a rose session though. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You could have that as a segment. That would be the rose. Yes, rose session. All right, or, Matthew, you're first. Or an yeah. episode. <laughs> I would lose hardcore. <laughs> I'd just be sitting there like, uh, uh, what did you say to me? <laughs> Is that true? I'd be like, your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, middle schooler, for that reference. Oh, my God, your face. Your mom. I would do with all the attitude possible, too. Yes. Yes. As a sassy Latino woman would. Absolutely. I have to represent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I'm I'm glad to hear that kind of the faith journey is progressing into these ways of kind of going, you cute, you good. Like, thanks, God, for making a, like, cute jest today and all these days and, like, different things like that. And, you know. It's in my experience, like it's okay to also have those days where it's like, God, I don't know what you're trying to do, but this ain't it. <laughs> so you know, like I, I get that there's kind of a balance with that. I don't know. I think, like for the male figure, we we have the same kind of similar conversation with ourselves, right? Yeah. Um, cause like I, I'm part of two youth, uh, youth focus groups. One is 
just my standard church youth group and then one is at my church and it kind of runs alongside the uh, celebrate recovery like pathway um and what's it called and a big emphasis in both of those programs is like having an identity in christ as you go into the next phase of your life and being this idea of being god's masterpiece being god's well-loved child and this stems from both physical and like personality insecurities of like when when we say uh as like i am god's masterpiece it's like when we first said that my thought was like oh yeah no like <laughs> like <laughs> that, that's a nice idea um, yeah. but like that that that's something i'm still working on of like in god's eyes i'm a masterpiece in god's eyes i like I'm super well loved no matter what state I'm in, no matter what I'm doing. And it's just like that is something that I now have to work through because mm-hmm. my my spiritual journey has been impeded by that for like 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So like it's now, now I have to undo mm-hmm. 18 years of reinforcement and it's going well. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like, that that's one of the reasons I started prayer journaling just to kind of talk with God, get that reinforcement, express gratitude for things as well. I have like a little gratitude bullet point in every entry, but it's just like, like that's kind of where my, like the spiritual impact was. Yeah. I feel like, I feel we should be kind of going, Oh, you're valuable. Oh, you're Mm -hmm. worth it. Like even as just, people right yeah it doesn't just have to be like coming from god but like yeah coming from people as well because you know there's a bunch of people out there where we interact on a daily or we interact every once in a while and people need to hear that yeah like i run into people Mm -hmm. so much with like being a counselor and family and relationships and all these different things and people just need to hear that so much and so consistently because they don't either one feel that or they get don't get told that at all yeah Yeah, i mean i was talking with my youth pastor and then also and then later on some friends from church and i was just telling them about this stuff and they just told me like i love you god loves you and like no matter what we're here for you and i was just like damn that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God loves you. Damn. That's funny. <laughs> All right. I'll that's take it. it. Not a piece of crap. <laughs> At least not entirely. Yeah. Hey. I'm crappy, but I'm not a piece of crap. There you yeah. Go. Yeah. I I wonder how and maybe this is tangential. Tangential. Is that a word? T- tangential? Uh, it yeah. means like of sort of uh, on a tangent yeah like a similar note yes because because wow. a tangent line only connects at one point did you just mansplain tangents to jess well right? i wasn't <laughs> I sure think, uh, i wasn't, i think I, you did it's I, fine. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll I apologize <laughs> for my little brother he don't know what it's like <laughs> well, on these streets <laughs> he doesn't know what out to be out in the wild <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> wasn't sure if everyone knew like the mathematical definition yeah. I, I know <laughs> we, wa- we wanted the mathematical yes exactly definition. <laughs> no i was i was wondering it'd be interesting right to be able to get a bunch of people from a bunch of different cultures and then like also sexual orientations and be able to kind of ask similar questions where it's like do you feel valued Mm. What does that look like? Mm. And how does God play into that? <coughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that's a, maybe that's a Another mini podcast. series. Yeah, mm-hmm. mini series. Uh, I think what you just said about like the ethnicity and kind of like bringing it back to God and that thing, um, it just resonated with me because I am Latina. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> really? I couldn't tell. <laughs> I know. What a crazy concept. <laughs> but I think it's, it's also just a, different culturally i feel like i don't know when i was in church and i was serving and stuff like that at a latino church um it was very the it almost felt like your worth it sounds horrible but like your worth was based on like how much you were serving for god and Mm -hmm. how much you were doing for god Mm -hmm. and the more you did the more you were like wow you're really like 
you're cool you know like you're really doing the most and you're up there and like status and you feel but good about yourself but Mm -hmm. in reality you were burnt i was burnt out and Mm -hmm. so many things were happening at that point but um i think also too like culturally for me i don't know maybe it might be different for everybody else but i also feel if i didn't do much i was not like worth much Mm -hmm. so if i didn't like lend out and did the most and out outdid whatever i was supposed to do like i Mm. wasn't i wasn't top tier Mm -hmm. Um, okay yeah yeah i don't think i'll speak for myself for (laughs) me i have a very similar mindset right Mm -hmm. yeah where if i if i don't do enough am i enough Mm -hmm. i'm not enough and it brings so much insecurities out yeah Mm -hmm. if i mess up will people still love me will god still love me yeah that type of thing (laughs) or there's people in your life with expectations Mm. like you were saying kind of at church or maybe it's personal like parents friends siblings whatever it is and they have expectations in which you can't meet or it just seems unrealistic and so you're trying to strive after those always missing the mark and so that kind of plays into for me that's part of my story and so that has impacted me in that way where i'm like eh, like i'm i'm not worth it yeah like i'm i no one no one cares no one wants to care right. like they don't they don't love me like that type yeah. of thing and you know that that's hard <laughs> to say the least like but it's also just really debilitating and kind of wears down that self-esteem e- and even that connection with God mm-hmm. to the point where like one day I was like really, really pissed. And I had this conversation with a friend actually in in the bathroom of my church because we like, you know, hey, how guys, you know how guys like meet each other and they're like, sup, bro? Like, good in to the see bathroom? you. Yeah, I think yeah. it should be, I think on that topic it needs to be understood that you do that at the sink yeah don't talk to me at the urinal please yes. <laughs> no, i'm sick I was of it i was definitely at the sink yeah oh i, I know this is more sink. this is My more of a psa like <laughs> yeah please stop talking Public to me at the urinal i don't care if, how well i know you that's <laughs> yeah. not the time yeah but but no i my buddy came in and he was like you okay because he could just tell and i just like went off and it was so therapeutic and so like enriching and i was really able to be like you know get all the anger out and after that he was like well why don't we pray man and then we can check in daily and all these things and so we did that for a while we prayed i prayed one of those prayers i called a swear prayer Mm. and uh yeah exactly where (laughs) i was just i'm going for it because i firmly believe that god lets you bring Mm -hmm. all your mess and all the stuff Mm -hmm. Mm. and so i was just like you know what jesus and i just like went off and it that was one of those moments where i was like okay i can i can build on this in terms of self-esteem and in terms of self-worth and and just everything in between just to be clear this was not by the urinals correct yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure we ended up going outside yes okay just, well, just making sure yeah and, it, and it's interesting because um i for easter my there was a sermon and part of it was that there are three lies that we believe mm. uh if anyone knew what i struggle with they wouldn't love me mm. what we struggle with defines us mm. and real change is not possible for me Wow. Um, and like I think those lies have definitely shaped a lot for like for me both in terms of just in terms of just general insecurity mm-hmm. and just like if I if I tell people I'm angry about this sad about this like they're just not gonna care mm-hmm. it's just like not true <laughs> yeah. yeah there's so much there's such a high importance in coming together with people and being open and honest about what you struggle with and what kind of mess you're bringing to the table. And I remember even in terms of body image, like I was with two friends, a guy and a girl, two of my best friends, and the three of us were sitting around a table. And I don't remember who asked the question, but someone was like, if you could have surgery (laughs) for anything, (laughs) what would you get surgery for? 
And mm-hmm. I was shocked by the answers. Like someone was like my nose and someone was like, uh, I don't know if it was their thighs or like their body weight or whatever it was. And for me, I was like, it's my like physical acne scars. I would get surgery for that. Mm-hmm. And so it was so empowering to sit there yeah. and to be like, wow, we all have something very specific. And like, these are people I look at and I'm s- and think they're so confident. Like mm-hmm. they're so beautiful. They're so um, assured of themselves. And yet right away, mm-hmm. we all had something that we could think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. our biggest critic is ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and it's yeah. similar to that would you rather question of like would you rather be breathtakingly beautiful from the neck up or the neck down hmm. asking that <laughs> question can tell you a lot about someone's thoughts on themselves yeah yeah that's a good question yeah when did things start to turn around for you guys was there a certain experience or was there a moment or was it just time that started to turn things around for you to where you're at now that's a great question <laughs> um I think for me personally, I struggled with it for 25, 26 years of my life. I'm going to be 27 now, you know. <gasps> One year younger than me. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> You're Yay. 28? I'm 28, yeah. You're only a year older than me. Girl, you look good. I need to figure Aww. out your skincare. <laughs> like, You're glowing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I think it was a, a lot of subsequential things different friend uh, like different friend groups kind of connecting more so with different people kind of getting out of toxic situations relationships stuff like that don't look at me like that Tati. um <laughs> Josh knows something. Josh has he context. So I'm, I'm just agreeing with what you. Anything. I'm just agreeing <laughs> with what you're saying. Uh-huh. Um, I'm affirming your <laughs> statement. Uh-huh. I think I personally, like, part because of insecurities, because of, like, body image, I would put myself in pos- situations, positions where people kind of, like, reinforce those things. So I, I would think to myself, oh, I'm not this, I'm not that. Like, I don't have this, I don't have that. Therefore, I'm not worthy. So I'm going to pick people that reaffirm that I'm not worthy. So mm-hmm. for a long time, I had people in my life that were reaffirming that those what I thought were truths, but obviously lies. Mm -hmm. And then it got to, I remember it clearly was my 26th birthday. So last, last year. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It was last year and I sat down and I I recently started kind of journaling and kind of pouring out like all these emotions because I struggle with that. Um, And I remember writing down like, this is, this is it. 20 26 years of your life you have thought to yourself that you're not worthy you're not this you're not that you have allowed people to reaffirm those things it's time for you to what about change your mentality and just kind of put that switch up so it was just one of those moments where um i was really in my kick with um affirmations and stuff we were at work and we were really having a horrible week like horrible cases coming through and we all decided let's affirm each other and so we literally wrote on a piece of paper and like put it in each other's lockers like mm. you are beautiful or you are this Aww. or you're so smart mm. and that kind of just like snowballed i should do this more often so i started journaling and i did that and i told myself okay now reaffirm yourself every day like you're gonna change things because you can't keep living like this mm. because it's not good for you it's not it's mm. not a good place to be yeah. so because of that like changing uh, friends changing lifestyle things i started going to the gym i started going like to church reading my bible again like what else just like things like that eating healthy mm-hmm. like just even basic things like eating healthy like physically made me feel better mm-hmm. so just kind of little switches here and there and just like reaffirming myself and kind of grounding myself in the word of you know god and like listening to the positive feedback that i do get from my friends when they're not giving me shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I filter that out. Yeah. Yeah. I I honestly feel like I missed an opportunity, right? Because hearing you say this, right, Mm. we haven't gotten to talk about this at all. No. And I feel like (laughs) I have missed an opportunity to be able to engage you on, like, these things and kind of your journey. And so, yeah, I'm... Sorry, I haven't gotten to do that because I've what you just said seems really powerful to me. 
and seems really life-giving and healing thank you it was definitely like a healing thing Mm -hmm. healing with like coming to terms with myself and being like all right like yes you may not have been the best person you may have done things and you've hurt people and you've done this and that but also like you have so much more to offer than what you look like and Mm -hmm. or what you've done or what you've done and what size your pants are or whatever you know like things like that kind of like the mentality shift and so i decided like i'm done i'm done with this i actually started going to therapy that was yeah. Yes. <laughs> love therapy. Uh, yes. I think that was the We're big, all big therapy people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think for the longest time I was like, everyone's like, whoever I go to is going to think I'm crazy if I go and tell them all these things that I think mm. in my head. Right. Like nothing suicidal or anything <laughs> like that, but more so like I think this about myself and I believe this about myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I think my 26th birthday i was like all right i'm done i need to i need to do this because we're getting older and uh you can't teach an old dog new tricks you know like you can't the more you push things off the more it's just gonna pile up and like eventually you're bursting so Mm -hmm. i decided um with a lot of encouragement from the people that were in my life and also just seeing my coworkers like also struggling struggling through like body dysmorphia and mm-hmm. eating disorders and like all these extreme things that can happen when you don't pay attention to those bad thoughts or mm-hmm. those like moments of oh, what's the word like moments of disbelief that you're not worthy or that you're not mm-hmm. good enough or that you're not pretty enough or smart enough or whatever it is so yeah that was really long but <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I like it yeah, yeah you spoke into a lot of um our, our next question was all about disciplines what kind of disciplines do you have in place and you you really covered um a lot of that with just talking about how um what what you do to currently to help your body image and your self-image and even to know your worth and where that is placed and so i really appreciated that yeah. here i'm just here <laughs> <laughs> doing the, yeah. the thing, yeah. <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Um, and then that was for the uh like turnaround mm-hmm. yeah. okay yeah um, and then throwing throwing just like yeah. some coping skills mm-hmm. that you've been able to use or yeah some disciplines so i mean firstly like prioritizing my health i've realized is important because something i've realized more and more is just how interwoven all our spheres of health are mm. is like when i'm really anxious i feel crappy mm-hmm. like there was one point where th- there have been times where i've gotten so anxious that i've started shaking physically mm-hmm. yep. when my physical health sucks like when i'm not sleeping well not eating well not really doing any sort of movement or exercise like mm-hmm. i'm like my mental health is worse i'm thinking worse and not even just like worse thoughts but just like my brain doesn't process as well Mm -hmm. um so that was one thing but i also just built so many great friendships that i've started to see a lot of the fruits of that recently i was talking with two really close friends of mine from church uh after a church uh like group event thing and there was just stuff that was like really weighing on me and I was talking to them and they just gave me hugs and like one of my friends said there is nothing you can do and nothing you can say that would make me love you any less. Mm-hmm. And I was just like damn. <laughs> <laughs> I I have some Our really fault. good friends. Yeah. Um and it's just like having those people in my life like cuz coming out of covid like into junior year I st- like I reconnected with some old friends and then I also built some new friendships and it was just it was super cool to see and obviously in the more recent sphere with like my insecurities about who I am as a person prayer journaling has been a big thing Mm -hmm. and that's actually one thing I would encourage is like even if you don't pray if you're not religious if you want to journal journal as though your journal is a person because for me mm-hmm. i've never been great at like talking to myself in a journal or just like journaling for the sake of journaling mm. and as soon as i put like a person to it mm-hmm. um you can name your journal if, that, if that's easy <laughs> um but like as soon as i started writing like i was talking to someone about everything it felt better and it felt more concrete 
So in terms of like habits I'm doing right now that have been helping, that's been a big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I pray for myself, pray for other people. I pray gratitudes, Mm -hmm. all these things. Um, But yeah, I'd, I'd just say like health, friends, and then for me it's been spiritual practices. And one thing that I thought was cool that I heard, I forget who it was from, but it was the idea of like your spiritual health isn't just religious Mm -hmm. it's like your worldview your your outlook on life and it's Mm -hmm. like if that's crappy then that's a sphere of health that's crappy so that those have been my things that's really good i love you guys had great (laughs) answers um i'm just sitting over here soaking it all in and really enjoying yeah (laughs) (laughs) take over our podcast now (laughs) exactly um what what's some final advice that you guys would give for someone who is struggling with their body image currently? And um, can you just speak into, do, let's just be honest here at the table, do you still struggle with that? And we, we've talked a little bit about that already, but some final advice that you would give to someone. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I struggle every now and then still. I mean, we're not perfect and we will never be perfect, unfortunately, unless you're a Joshy over there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amen. <laughs> Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Okay. Um, you hate me because you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> like in all reality, uh, even if we do like we work out, we eat better, mm-hmm. we prayer journal like Matthew was talking about, we go to therapy, all of these things, like it doesn't take away from our like it'll still be there, you know, it'll still Mm. pop out every now and then. Mm -hmm. And the, the just kind of coming to terms with the fact that it will be there and it'll come out every now and then. And just reassuring yourself that when those moments do come where you feel insecure or where you look in the mirror and you're like, Oh, ew, I don't like what I see. Um, turning that mentality around and be like, okay, I don't, I don't feel so hot today. But kind of treating yourself like, in my case, like you're you're a patient, you know, like I look in the mirror and I, I, if I'm not feeling myself, I'm like, OK, like what would you say to a patient that is not feeling themselves right now? Well, you're going to hype them up. You're going to say, um, girlfriend, look again. You looking hot. You looking mm-hmm. cute. You looking like a whole snack. Like, you know, <laughs> and in reality, like sometimes, yeah, I do. And I, I love how Matthew was saying, like, oh, I don't talk to myself. I talk to myself all the time, constantly. Mm-hmm. You will you will hear me walking down the hallway and I will be talking to myself. And in those moments of insecurities, in those moments where I look in the mirror and, and I'm like, ooh, there's a little pouchy pouch <coughs> like forming. I'm like, <laughs> I just kind of like, you know what? So what? Like, I'm a woman. I, I carry maybe a little bit more weight ever, more than other people do. But, you know, God created me to, like, literally bring a child. Of course, I'm going to hold more, like, more <laughs> cushion. You know what I mean? Like, there are reasons for that. Um, and just kind of hyping myself up in those moments where I f- don't feel as good or don't feel as great or have those insecure thoughts. So I think for people like my tidbit, I guess, like just kind of saying if you have those moments, they're normal. You're never not going to have them because we're human. Hello, like we're here. We're not perfect. And just kind of reminding yourself, kind of giving yourself that hype. Be be your own hype man, honestly. (laughs) Be your own hype man and just lean on people that are also your hype man. I think it makes a huge difference who you surround yourself with. And who you speak to on a daily basis, Mm. you know? Mm. Facts. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to piggyback off two things you said. Um, First, in terms of speaking to myself, I I talk to myself a lot. (laughs) Uh, Just I'm not good at putting it in writing. Yeah. Uh, I have so many of those moments at work where it's like someone will walk by or someone will walk into a room and I'll be like, was that in my head or was I mumbling that? (laughs) Could Could they have heard me (laughs) like and sometimes it's running down chess lines like unironically like things i've been thinking about in terms of chess like it's just like it's something meaningless but it's like could they have heard me saying all that um but in terms of what you said about what would 
you say if you were a patient, I think about it as like support yourself like you would a friend mm-hmm. where it's like I have a lot of friends um, who like struggle with similar things or just struggle with many things. Um, and it's like, how would I support them? Um, but additionally, I find it's really helpful to like check myself um, of like where <laughs> Of like, where does, where does this, where do these thoughts come from? Why, why, why did they like start um, is one thing. But then like checking my health because I, for me, poor image is a sign of like, is one of the things I struggle with in terms of my mental health. And it's like, is everything else good? And it, you don't even have to be in like a, you don't have to be some like fitness guru or anything, but it's just like, are you, th- are you thinking well? Mm-hmm. Like, are you praying well? Are you sleeping well? Mm-hmm. Do you have a healthy relationship with food? Do you have a healthy relationship with exercise? Like all these things of like, is it something where it's like aspects of your health are negatively impacting your mentality? Do you need therapy? And just getting people involved in that is like something that's been, helpful so i think those you said something and i need to end that you said check yourself and then i really wanted to say before you wreck yourself yes i was gonna <laughs> say the same thing <laughs> like hold my tongue someone is talking <laughs> I, I wouldn't have minded that interjection <laughs> yeah well i want to thank you guys for being on the show being on the podcast we need to do this again because mm-hmm. that was hilarious. We should get Spencer in here. Oh Absolutely. gosh, that would be I, I don't see it. In, oh gosh, is in like that'd be a bad thing. But just that that'd be the gl- most glorious chaos of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, if you like this episode, feel free to give us a rating on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts at. Want to climb in the charts? Want to be able to get this out to more people? Also, just share with a friend and mm-hmm. l- let us know your experience with, you know, body image and self-esteem and different things like that. I know it's vulnerable, but you know, we're not here to judge. It's life unfiltered. It's not. It's not meant to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But until next time, stay messy, stay unfiltered. Really love you all. See ya. <laughs>